Welcome to the Bob Siegel Show podcast on the Cross Global Media Radio Network. Visit cgmradio.com slash bob to subscribe on your favorite podcasting platform. I would like to talk a little bit about the richest man in the world, Elon Musk. He of Tesla and SpaceX fame. What do you think of this guy? I think with his controversy and his wealth, he's going to be the next Donald Trump. That's what I think. And he's another person that didn't come out of a conservative background, but thinks outside the box, protects free speech. I don't know a lot about him. I haven't studied him a lot, but so far with what he's doing with Twitter, I think it's great. And I love it when some ex-employee of Twitter starts to whine and then Musk writes a little tweet under them going, that's right. I mean, that's These are some things that are going on in our country that I'm feeling very good about. With all the debris over that last election that we had a couple of weeks ago, there are a lot of good things unsettling to the Democrats and settling to those who believe in free speech. And the Elon Musk takeover of Twitter is certainly one of them. We'll see what happens. I have this to say about Mr. Musk. And this is with respect to Winston Churchill and Rod Serling. This guy is a riddle wrapped in a mystery inside an enigma, then batter fried, dipped in chocolate, and teleported to a dimension as vast as space and timeless as infinity. Wow. Between light and shadow, science and superstition, where it lies between the pit of man's fears and the summit of his knowledge. Now, Jim, how long did it take you to write that one? Did you work all weekend on that one? I did. Well, that's pretty good. Um, Good job. (laughs) The only part that was original was the batter fried and dip in chocolate. Well, why don't you put that on Twitter and see if Elon Musk censors it or (laughs) will test how much he believes in his free speech. That's right. Well, you know, I don't have a Twitter account. I still do, but I haven't used it for years and years. I'm thinking about it. Now, right now, it's very vogue. People are bailing out on it and people are joining like crazy. I don't know if I will or not. You used to do a bit on the show. Uh, and, and you played that silly song, Let's All Sing Like the Birdie Sing, Tweet, Tweet, Tweet. Oh, that's tried, right. Boy, I forgot about that. We were making fun of Twitter. I, <laughs> I tried really hard to get you to at least use Rock and Robin, Tweedly-Dee-Dee-Dee, Tweedly-Dee, uh, at least that. But I want to go back. I want to talk a little bit about this enigma, this Elon Musk person. You know, you had mentioned that he's been very hard to predict where he is politically. He has financially supported in the past George W. Bush, John Kerry, Barack Obama, Hillary Clinton, Kevin McCarthy, and Susan Collins. And then last year, 2021, he donated exclusively to the Republican Party, and he recommended voting Republican in the midterms in order to balance the power. And he well, a lot of values that Democrats say in the days of John Kennedy once stood for. I don't mean if we go back to their horrible history of yeah, slave yeah. trading, but if you go back to the 60s. Yeah. A lot of their values then, they don't have anymore. The Republicans do have them. So I think anybody that's yeah. just got common sense or believes in free speech is going to support the Republicans. Unfortunately, the question is, will guys. the Republicans support them when they get into office? As my friend Walter Jay used to say, common sense isn't that common. But we can always hope. In the uh, midterms, he said to vote Democrat, and he said the party is one of division and hate. Well, man, he's just racking up the fans, isn't he? See, he's becoming Uh, like Trump. He's just thinking out loud, calling it as he sees it, and he's a quick study. So he's probably morphing into a conservative. Yeah, people will be on one side or the other when he keeps saying stuff like that. And he also recently tweeted 
that he would back Ron DeSantis for president. Now, that's I'm sure has to do somewhat with that he, he and Trump are, you know, feuding all the time. Although he well, said he would part- let Trump back on Twitter. Yeah, he did. And then Trump and, has come uh, out and said, well, who needs to be on Twitter? I got my own place. Now. Yeah, yeah, of course, of course. And he also he promised amnesty to people with banned accounts, like Donald Trump, that there are many, many others since he bought Twitter. I just um, love the fact that he's putting so many ex-Twitter employees into a little hissy fit. Oh, yeah. He gave workers an ultimatum to commit to a hardcore work ethic or be fired. And so dozens were fired. And then many quit. More than a third of Twitter's top advertisers pulled their ads. You know, uh, Alyssa Milano, the actress in protest. Yeah, she's very good. She gave her Tesla back and <laughs> bought a Volks- and bought a Volkswagen. Well, again. <laughs> she bought a Volkswagen. She got rid of her Tesla and bought a Volkswagen. I doubt that she knows that Volkswagen was founded by the Nazis. It means people's car. The Volks- people's car, yeah. Notice the Fuhrer's car. <laughs> Uh, these people are just, they're just goofy. It's laughable, but then it's tragic. So I must I, say, though, when I, I was in college, I did own a Volkswagen, and it was one of the best cars oh, I ever yeah. had. Yeah, I, I didn't either, but if you're going to base things on politics, I'm only going to buy a car for what it stands for. Right, like, right. To me, it wasn't about a cause. You know? It was about the fact that I was in college and I needed transportation. Yeah. Might as well buy a Yugo. <laughs> Remember those? <laughs> Wow. Well, I didn't mention the worst car I ever owned, which was a Ford Pinto. Dumbest purchase I ever made in my entire life. It never blew up? It didn't blow up, but I wanted to blow it up. It ran so bad. And you could always tell a Pinto because by the time they were still running, you'd see a Pinto and it'd be three or four colors because they'd get a door from a junkyard. They'd get a new bumper. and you know, So the ones that didn't blow up. Actually stayed on the road a long time, but I, I yeah, I had the Pinto yeah. station wagon. Those didn't blow up. Well, back in those uh, days, the joke was Ford stands for fix or repair yeah. daily. There's a bunch of that, and today we saw one of those little Fiat cars. It's their version of the smart car. And uh, no, that's the car my parents always owned. They would never buy a Volkswagen because of the Nazis, but then yeah, Fiats yeah. were made by the Italians, who were part yeah. of the Axis with the Nazis in World exactly, War Two. Exactly. So there's no consistency. There isn't. And FIAT stands for Fix It Again, Tony. Uh, I don't know if you do that. <laughs> it should have been called FIAT, Fix It Again, I, Anthony. I can go on all night. Do you know what the hood ornament is on a Jaguar? What is it? It's a tow truck. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but enough. We won't bash any more cars. We just, you're going to lose sponsors now. Are you sponsored by any auto manufacturers? I don't think okay. we've ever had an auto <laughs> manufacturer. Okay. Then we probably never in- will after tonight. <laughs> so, uh, Elon Musk. Now, Apple and Google are threatening to drop the Twitter app from their stores. Of course. Didn't they do that with Parler also a couple of years ago? Yeah. Is this not cyberbullying? And is this not. And they're the ones that are always talking about how conservatives are a threat to democracy, and yet they'll censor anybody that no. doesn't agree with them. This is censorship at its worst, and it's happening all across America. But now, he said if that happens. He will build his own smartphone. I mean, goodness, he's got the money. And he, and he, and he, you know, he can hire people that can build phones. You know, he builds a spacecraft. And he, he sure knows how to build things that run only on electricity. <laughs> well, you know, whatever it takes. I might be tempted to buy one of his phones. Just going to warn you out there, if Elon Musk builds a phone, it'll be the Tesla phone or something, or a Teflon phone, I don't know. 
wait until the second generation because most things like that, the first generation has a lot of bugs in it and they have to get it worked out. So I will wait till the second generation if, in fact, he makes a phone and if, in fact, I think I should buy one. The problem I would be able to do it most likely is because it wouldn't be uh, as friendly with my iTunes music and I have thousands and thousands of songs. Or just wait till some liberal actress boycotts it and then go out and buy it for your own protest. Bob Siegel Show podcast is a production of Bob Siegel and Cross Global Media. Visit us online and subscribe to the show at cgmradio.com slash bob.